Dr. Airsoft's here. He's done a number of online blogs about uh, iPro safety gear. Airsoftmedicine.com. So, yeah, give him a round of applause. Yeah! Who's missing their kill uh, card? Hey, this is Master Sergeant Mad Max Mullen. I want to encourage you all, and matter of fact, I'm going to give you an order to listen to Airsoft Medicine for the latest reviews on safety and equipment, because one of the um, premier things is safety, whether it's on a real field of battle or in the airsoft world. So that's an order, Airsoft Medicine. This is Mad Max, Ranger out. This is Adam from Take Aim. Be sure to check out Airsoft all Dignabit, man. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Right Screw <laughs> you. All right. Take Aim Magazine. Take Aim Magazine. Okay. This is Adam from Take Aim Magazine. Be sure to check out the Airsoft Medicine Podcast. So remember, there is no I in me, but <laughs> there is Dr. Airsoft. There is a me in team. <laughs> Backwards. There's a me in meat. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of meat in you. There's a meat in team. I guess so. This is Dr. Airsoft with Range Master Larry. And we are bringing you the best in airsoft podcasting called Airsoft Medicine. And this is the September 2013 podcast. 30 minutes of delicious airsoft yumminess. Enjoy it slowly. Savor it. Replay it. Mm -hmm. Share it with your friends. Write a review on iTunes. Like it. Like it. Live it. Live it. Love it. Isn't that a DC talk? Uh, I don't know. Like okay. I think everybody says that one. Oh, yeah, they do in the chorus of one of their songs yeah. off of Jesus Freak. Okay, uh, email addresses for your hosts. Uh, they end in at airsoftmedicine.com. Which makes it not hard to remember. Since you're listening to Airsoft Medicine. So it's mark at airsoftmedicine.com. Or alternatively, Larry at airsoftmedicine.com and you can also write on facebook and we respond to that and this month we actually got a fair amount of material that we're going to have i think this is going to make up the entire show because we have so much stuff to get to from people uh contributing uh, questions or comments or interesting videos friends of ours like omega and thumpy and who's the other guy oh let's see where i think it's that? a first time writer long time listener Oh, Scott Hellenbeck. Oops. Don't, don't. Oh, we're not supposed to do that? Slade. We'll call him Slade. Slade. Okay. Forget we said your real name on the air. But thank you, uh, Slade. Thank you for writing. So we might as well jump right into it. Uh, so the first one would be Omega's response to us. Did we name another show after him or did we just make a whole I, I don't remember, but we, we did we did a lot of material last show. It was when we were talking about an airsoft uh, range. And the a, range, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in fact, oh, I don't know if I've written to, did I say it at the last show that I really need to contact the folks at the ASTM about making a, allowance for a range in their standards for airsoft fields? I don't recall you mentioning I, I that. I need to do that. Yeah. I need to do that. They need to do that. Because that needs to be taken into account. And it's, it's a, a real need in the sport to have an area where you can Sight in your sights. And well, and this is the time to find out. If your battery's working. Yeah, right. You yeah. Get all the bugs out. Yeah, yeah, we need that. Okay, uh, this is from Omega. Hello, gentlemen. I, actually, it's me reading it, but it's yes. written by Omega. Yes, and so so you're using a voice that you imagine Omega to sound like. 
Go ahead and do that. We, we should know his voice. He sent in that one segment for a show back. Hmm. Well, probably last year, I think it was. Yeah, I, but I'm sorry. It's been I so hear long. a lot of voices. I hear voices all the time. In fact, do you see dead people? Um. Yes. Do they know they're dead? <laughs> they don't know nothing. They just lay there. Okay. Uh, this is from, imagine in Omega's voice. Hello, gentlemen. I'm sorry for not writing back sooner about your July podcast in which you discuss airsoft firing ranges. Thank you for responding so thoroughly to each of my questions. I especially appreciated Range Master Larry's idea to use heavy canvas as a backstop to collect the BBs. You're welcome. Also, Dr. Airsoft brought up some good points in both of the last two podcasts. Oh, are those the only ones I brought up good points in? Well, <laughs> now he tells us what he really gets. two in a row. Yeah, he gets two in a row for you. <laughs> About requiring some sort of barrel blocker as well in the safe zone. Although we've not yet had any safe zone shooting accidents at Harris Field, I plan to collaborate with our other volunteer field manager this winter on how we can increase safety for next year. And I love that, that he's always thinking, how can we be better at safety? I love that mindset. Ours is a self-directed firing range located between the safe zone and the live fire zone. Now, that makes sense. We've talked about that being the place to put it. So I've been encouraging everyone to police each other while using it. And we agree with policing each other, too. The biggest problem we've had is when people enter the range to shoot without donning their eye pro, despite the warning signs. Thanks again for sharing your expertise. Happy hunting, Omega. P.S. He says... Who was the person snoring at the end of the July podcast? Well, nobody snores at the end of this podcast. No it's one, so interesting. No one's, well, he's probably referring to a recording of someone snoring. Yeah. Now, based on the theory that I do not snore. And how do you know that? Because I, I never hear myself. Did you stay up all night once to see if you snore? I did. I stayed up all night and I never snored. And you, no, and I was, you know, I, what, what more evidence do you need than that? My wife claims I do. I say that's not so. But but like like the, um, I don't know, kind of like the guy looking for the Loch Ness Monster, hunting for, the, for Bigfoot, Dr. Airsoft brought a recorder to, well, was it SHOT Show? It I must think. have been SHOT Show. Is that the last time yeah. we went on a trip? Yeah, I guess so. And <sighs> uh, turned on the old recorder. <laughs> I put it right up to you. And... He claims that's me, Omega. <laughs> he claims that's me snoring. That's that's the sound you hear in the the room with two double beds at Harrah's. <laughs> Some week, second or third week in January. Yeah. What's the next one? Or did we want to say anything more about? Uh, I think I think we pretty much covered uh, shoot firing ranges. Yeah, we covered that, that one. Test ranges. Yeah. Okay, so moving on, we have, um, he, he goes by Slade. Okay, again, it's my voice, but imagine it's Slade. Okay. Even though we... Never use heard. a different voice, though, so you don't confuse it with should Omega. Should I do that? You should. Now, Slade, there's no, no insult intended here. We're only imagining what your voice might sound like. Do you remember when I used to do that in quizzing? Where Not being Omega. Okay, here we go. Hey there. Had two quick questions that I trust you guys at Airsoft Medicine to give. Great Wait a minute. Wait, no, to. stop. You don't like that voice? I'm going to try it because he's from uh, San Antonio. You do it. Hey there. Had two quick questions I trust you guys <laughs> at Airsoft Medicine to give a great answer to. By the way, I tell my friends and team members <laughs> of the podcast, which we listen to in between games and when we're leaving home, 
But anyway, my first question is... That is Texas. What are your thoughts on the new Matrix <laughs> MG42AEG that has made its first appearance lately? And, and secondly, <laughs> what do you think of the fact that there are no... No, that's big time no, because it's capitalized... No airsoft retailers out here in Alamo City, Texas. We have fields, but we are very low budget, sadly. Thanks for your time again. And if I could, for the next podcast, I'd like to put in a shout out for Mission Airsoft, the best damn field here in San Antonio. Thanks again. San Antonio. Gwen and I are going to a conference in San Antonio next month. Really? Medical? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It's the software. Oh. We won second prize on that. Did you see the video we made? Oh, it was second, huh? We won second prize, which means we're going to San Antonio to nice. this conference. Oh, that was a great video. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Anyway, well, anyway uh, Slade, Slade, I hope I did you justice there. Yeah, Slade, write to me. Maybe we can uh, catch dinner or something while we're in San Antonio. Maybe go to the River Rock. River Walk. Walk, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hang out down at the Munger Hotel and, uh, you know. Something. And, and we can't forget the Alamo. That's right. You can't forget the Alamo. We've got to remember that thing. I forgot what he asked. Oh, uh, he's the Matrix about- MG42. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We saw the video on that from Evic. Yeah, and, and he says uh, it's just it. made its first appearance lately. Well, it hasn't really made an appearance. I guess you have to pre-order. It's pre-order it. The It's it's patterned after a German machine gun, the uh, Maschinengewehr 42. 42. 42. 42. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, MG42. Yeah. Anyway, uh, made by Matrix. I I have to be honest. I am not that familiar with their products. Uh, I did not think that they would do something full metal like this and, and this level of quality of product. At least what it looks like on the video from Evic. So um, it, it's a bit of an unknown, but it looks looks good to me. Yeah, and you can say Maschinengewehr zweiundvierzig. <laughs> I can't. But you can't. No, so his question is, what do we think about it? Well, what I think is it costs $630 according to the website. So we're going to have to wait till someone sends one yeah, to I'm, us. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not throwing down 630 bones sight unseen, even though it looks cool. Yeah, so if all you people in uh, distributor, wholesale, and retail land really want people to know what this thing is like, you need to send one to us so that we can play with it and then tell them. Yeah. That's what yeah, we, like that's going to happen. But you never know. That's what we need to have happen. That's, <laughs> I'm telling you. that's what we need. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. And then we can give Slade a perfectly decent answer to his perfectly decent question. We just want to meet the need that we've been made aware of. Okay, so now we have to answer his uh, other question, which yes. is the fact that there are, you know, what do we think about the fact there are no airsoft dealers out in Alamo City? That's awful. That's, how can that be? Well, look, it's a Air- big time Air Force town. I mean, yeah. you think there's some, yeah, a lot of military folks out there, and by God, it's Texas. I don't understand it. Where everybody's armed. Maybe he needs to open one. Ooh, he could talk to Jerry I and see. get some advice. Because you know, they wouldn't be directly competing against each other. Different marketing opportunity. Geographic regions. Yeah, It'd be big, wide open spaces out there. Yeah, yeah. He should do that. That puzzles me, but I wonder. Are there local ordinances, zoning I, restrictions? It's, it's Texas. Yeah, it's you're Texas. right. Texas. It's heaven for airsoft. It's true. And then when it except comes to, that there's no retailers. Well, there's no zoning restrictions as far as I can tell. In at least in parts of Texas, I mean, you can go through Houston. There'd be a strip club next to a church, next to a hotel, next really. To a, oh yeah, next to a Quonset hut, next to a mansion. You know. Huh. 
kind of a kind of strange. Anyway, unless they've straightened that out. I, I, yeah, I, I've spent little little time in Texas. It's kind of south of everything I'm driving across to and from. You got to do it some. But next month, it's a great state. Next month, you'll love it. Okay, uh, we also received a an email. You got one too from Thumpy, mm-hmm, the Thump Master, the Thump Master. Uh, Thumpy's 3D House of Airsoft and his Scoop It. Mm-hmm. Although I'm a little confused as to what the address is for his Scoop It. But... And his faithful Jeep Sparky. The Wonder That's Jeep. right, Wonder Jeep. Mm-hmm. I've not yet ridden Sparky, but I hope to someday. So he uh, sent us this video. Did you watch the video? I did. It's a it's a point okay. of view type video, right? If, if we're talking about the same one. With the guy getting hit between the... Uh... But you Okay, well, you can't tell. I mean, I, I went into the video knowing that this person was allegedly hit on the eyeball, though wearing um, some form, I won't call them full seal goggles, and he's moving through uh, like some kind of a shoot house. It's an indoor type of a, an affair. He doesn't seem to react uh, violently or in great pain to the, the shot. And, I, and there's another person coming at him. A, a, a younger guy comes through wearing a boonie that says, Are you hit? Or are you out? He says, yeah, I'm hit. Then he steps out into apparently the safe area, and he says um, something like uh, medic or whatever. And the person that's looking at him is going, you know, is reacting with a like major, wow, you know, that looks bad. Hmm. So, so I don't know what's going on there. So Thumpy is suggesting that the type of eyewear he was wearing has a gap between the lens mm-hmm. and the cushion that goes against the cheek. So like the little, uh, if I, I'm trying to imagine, we're talking about like little vents between the, uh, there's a gasket that goes, makes contact with the skin, then there's your lens, but between that gasket and the lens, space. there's kind of a, yeah, space yeah, and, and that sometimes has foam, foam rubber. Yeah, and then spaced around it are connectors that hold it on. Right. I'm thinking of the... Uh, and some folks oh, tear the out the it? foam rubber to allow airflow. Yeah, although on these, I don't know that people would do that. Yeah. Because that's, that's a large space. Well, I'd like to see oh, the... a garter. I think it's called Garter X1000 or something like that. It's yeah. very similar in, in appearance to these, although I would expect the name brand would have better quality control than one that has a big gap. Uh, you know, and I'm not sure it was, what we don't know is was it the fault of the of the product? We yeah, we're we're just, just speculating. We, absolute we don't have information. Freak incident too. Yeah. I mean, to be hit in that one perfect spot and have the BB still coming at a at a trajectory where it could hit him in the left eye. Thumpy is trying to contact the guy or have him contact us. Right. It, it, but right now we don't have any communication yeah. and, going and, on. And we hope to be able to do that. Because yeah. I'd like to follow up on Yeah, that. I'd like to know. Like what interview the guy and find out. And if he's listening, you know, guy who allegedly got shot in the, I think it was the left eye. Yeah. Uh, please, please contact us. Mark at airsoftmedicine.com. Larry at airsoftmedicine.com. We would like to have follow-up. Well, since and, you're injured, you probably ought to call the doctor. We, well, it probably wasn't close mark, to him. Mark it, no, well, mark it airsoft. <laughs> hey, maybe he's close Medicine to us. Airsoft. Maybe yeah, I am close to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know what uh, geography. No, no. Uh, Thumpy has very little uh, specifics on it, hmm. but he's he's trying for us. Thanks, Thumpy. Uh, we know that you're trying to get the both uh, concerned for the, the player, but also uh, 
trying to expand it to all of Airsoft so that nobody else has to suffer the same. Oh, before we wander too far from Evike. Oh, we can come back. Well, okay, um, here we are. I wanted to point out, as we were both, uh, you talked about safety, safety, safety. I love the way they ended their video. Oh, yeah. High class. Very good. He Matt says, did a good job there. Yep, he says, you know, yep. put he, this bad boy in some kind of case, get the magazine right. out, disconnect the battery. He covered the bases. Yep. And, and it's not just the EVIC videos with Matt. It's it's the other major retailers do a good job of yeah. promoting the safety regularly. It's it's just integrated into what they do with their videos. And, and I, as Dr. Airsoft, I really appreciate you guys doing that. Big time shout out. As well as a shout out for Mission Airsoft, the best field in San Antonio. I, yeah, we heard Again. that too. Okay. And, and we already did the shout out for Harris Field for Omega because yep. we put it in there. So um, before I move on to the next section, I want to make sure that we also shout out for our sponsor, Spartan Imports. Spartan Imports is who you get all of the good stuff from if you have an Airsoft store. So they will gladly supply these folks in San Antonio if they will mm-hmm. get, get a store open. Spartan Imports will bring you all this good stuff. Classic Army, uh, the Magpulks, uh, PTS, lots of good stuff. You just have to watch our videos from SHOT Show to see all the stuff they have there. Okay, what else we got here? Well, I did get an email from Australia. Really? Did you know that it is... Did it come out upside down when it printed? Well, if you... If you drop it, you know how paper kind of spins as it goes down? It spins counterclockwise. Yeah. It went counterclockwise. Yeah. Wow. In this hemisphere. In the, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because that's where I printed it out. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Anyway. So in Airsoft is illegal in Australia right now. Do tell. Yeah. And at each, do they call them states or provinces? I don't remember. Uh, uh, I believe they're, wait a minute. There's another term. It'll come to me. Uh. New South Wales, Queensland. Yeah, yeah. Are they prefectures, provinces? Anyway, anyway, each one it has its own uh, airsoft club or, or group trying to legalize, work, working within, I guess, their state government or provincial government. Has it always been illegal, or are they? they... I don't. I don't even know. Okay, so but presently it is illegal, and yet airsoft clubs exist. And so they're making an effort to get it legalized. And I think they always go to New Zealand to play. I so think, they're like, I think outlaws. that's how they do it. They're like really cool outlaws. It's a toy. They're outlaws. Toy outlaws. But it's not a toy. We can't, oh, it's not. A that toy. reminds me of the article you sent me today. We'll have to talk about that. Oh, yeah. We've got to save time for that. Let's make sure we do that. Okay. So um, I'm trying to support them with moral support. I would gladly speak before their uh, legislative bodies if they'll fly me out mm-hmm. and tell them as dr airsoft that it's a good sport it's a safe sport when played correctly and we have ways of doing that we have astm standards that can be followed to keep injury risk absolutely minimal uh safer when when we do this sort of thing than many sports where people twist their ankles all the time for example yeah well I'd really like to know the logic behind me. Or have head injuries. There's a little more research on that because I don't yeah. think of the Australians as a bunch of wusses. You don't. No. No, they're, they're it, most, that, that bugs me about it. They're the most non-wuss people you, ever. You would think it would be like England mm-hmm. rather than... No, France. <laughs> I'll say it, France. <laughs> never fired, dropped once. <laughs> dropped once, never. Right. So we're, you folks in Australia, we know you're listening to us. 
you know that we support you 100%. And we'll be glad to um, you know, communicate, you know, if needed, to uh, representatives in the government to get them the information they need to help you guys along. Okay, so the article the lady wrote after moving to Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she writes this article about how, um, how in Japan kids play with guns, even at a very <gasps> young age. You know, starting off with squirt guns and stuff, and how she was kind of... Children? Yes. She was semi-horrified at this. But, well, okay, when you were a kid, did your parents keep you away from guns? Did My they mom look, wanted to. Wanted to keep you away from toy well, guns? You need to know the family history. I don't think you know about this. Oh, no. Is it going to be? My my uncle, my mom's brother, who was just a few years older than her. Um, I think he was 16, 17. Um, somebody left a shell in the 22. Oh, boy. A live one? Yeah. Okay. Somebody else pulled the trigger. Yeah. And it was a bad he- thing. head wound, and, and he died. Oh, wow. So she was not a fan of guns in general. Yeah, she didn't care for me having toy guns, although she she allowed it. But uh, very much she she doesn't like them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was making toy guns out of toilet paper rolls and paper towel rolls. If you can imagine putting two of those together, one is the stock and barrel, the other one is the pistol grip, mm-hmm. and then using uh, oh, what, what, pipe cleaners. To go around to make a trigger guard. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then I'd put another roll on top of that. That'd be my scope. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and then I'd put another roll in the front. That'd be your uh, suppressor, for, forward grip. Your okay. Yeah. No, no, I didn't do the suppressor. No, you don't need one with the toilet paper tube normally. No, the, the suppressor was when I had some PVC pipe with an elbow. Yeah. So it's just, uh, you know, kind of shaped like an Allen wrench. Yeah, except it's like one inch PVC or three quarter inch, and then I would use uh, insulation pipe insulation. You know this foamy oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah. The the noodles about sure, a four yeah. inch section of that. That was the suppressor. Nice. That came much later on. I was older. Yeah. Well, and that, and that what you just hit on is exactly what kids will do if they're if they're sheltered from it. They're going to create a gun out of something else, and they have some handy it's stuff weird attached to their very bodies. They use their fingers. It yeah. They use their fingers. Kids gun. just do it. Yeah, and 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 here More in the so US, boys. what if you what if you were to say bite a pop tart into the shape of a gun? You know the celebrated case here in the U.S. And that was the point of her article. She says there in Japan, kids are running around playing shoot 'em up and bang bang, but they get it. They they know it's just play, and then you know eventually they move on to something else. Well, here's the United States, kids get vilified even for wearing a, a, a shirt that might have the image of a gun on it or, to, or biting their Pop-Tart into the shape of a gun. Interesting. Now, some people may not know about Japan culturally. Is Japan a place that it has a high statistic? of firearms? Oh, yeah, okay. What, what's, what's the status of firearms in Japan? I think military and cops can have them. That's it, zero. Yeah. The, yeah. No, the citizens cannot own firearms. My understanding is they can't even have metal airsoft guns. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but uh, I can see why they're... Yeah. Well, why they're out out on the front edge of of developing airsoft? Yeah, yeah, because you know, it's kind of, because a man has needs. <laughs> and I, okay, I think that's the point of the article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a natural thing for kids to, especially so, male children. So she was amazed at how culturally, uh, in schools, teachers, principals are encouraging 
you know, filling up the water guns for the kids and even going around squirting and playing with them. But it's so backwards. They have no guns in their society, no real guns. And how and much? They, and they and they allow their kids to play with guns, and it's all cool. And then on this side, we live in what the rest of the world would consider a a gun society, a gun culture. Oh, absolutely. You know, everybody's mother is the wild west. You know, yeah, or they, at least that's the way they think about it. Print Eastwood, <laughs> and and yet we're horrified at the thought of our. At least some of us are horrified at the thought of of our kids playing with guns. And then, how much violent crime do they have in Japan? Uh, well, now when you say violent crime, I don't know. Gun crime is probably pretty minimal since they're since they don't have guns. No, but they probably kung fu your butt. That could be. Well, I guess no, that's not, Chinese. Not, I was going to say, not that Kung would be, Fu. That'd that would be, be, yeah. It'd be anyway. karate. Yes, you're right. Yes. The way of the intercepting hand. Open hand. Yeah. Empty, uh, empty, empty hand? Open yeah. hand. Karate. Yeah, so, I don't know, maybe that's an argument for gun control. I know you would argue against that. Well, I, I, I've been reading in the paper lately where there have been attacks at schools, mass attacks using knives. Now, what are we going to do about that? Oh, We're going to ban all knives. You know, they have this knife in England that's not pointy at the end. So you can cut through a tomato, mm-hmm. but you can't puncture into it. It's okay. got this big round. So it's just got an edge, but it's not a... But not a point, yeah. Hmm. Safer knives. Kind of like a sharpened edged credit card or something. I don't know. Something like that. So she writes this article about the uh, whole thing and about her own journey on it. And how she's reached the point where she thinks, you know what? I don't like it, but it's natural. But it ain't no big it is, deal. It is a natural form of play. The, and then she starts talking about uh, instances where they actually tried to keep young boys, children, from playing roughly with each other. And it just, it, they were unmanageable uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> without a chance to get out that side of them and to, to have that natural rough and tumble play. That well, or what about part that? Of, yeah, this is what boys do. Yeah. There's the rough and tumble play. There's the, the fascination with guns and fire. And then there's the, the one that my wife doesn't understand is how guys talk to each other. Now, if women talk to each other the way guys talk to each other, they would never get over it. They get, they get miffed at each other at, this, at the, even the hint of a, of a slight or an insult. Huh. Guys will openly insult each other. I, mean, I guess so. Just just goofing on each other, but it's understood that hey, this is just this is just for fun. And then two months later, when they see each other again, that's the extent of their conversation, and they're good. Mm-hmm. We're done, <laughs> and they're fulfilled with their social interaction. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> such as it so is. So this is this is the first podcast you've done without the beard. Yes, yes, without the tactical beard. Um, mm-hmm. I am hoping that the airsoft community does not reject me for it. Uh, they've not really seen me this way yet. No, you haven't. We haven't done any videos. No, no, without beard. No. Well, let's see. Next videos they see would probably be Auburn Medical Group if they subscribe to that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Airsoft medicine. We're not doing anything with that for a while here. But but there will be no further Chris Costa comparisons, unless Chris Costa shaves his. Well, we don't know what he looks like without a beard. I don't know. But. But, uh, you know, it's a good look for you, and I, oh, I wish you luck you. with that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Now, have you ever had a beard? No. Well, you know, I have, I don't remember you ever. Uh, Maybe it, a mustache? Years ago, I tr- yeah, years ago I tried. It's, it's scruffy and nasty, and, you know, I'm always getting pulled out of the airport line. <laughs> if, you know. 
I thought that was for something else. Or pat down and yeah, because I just, you know, look. <laughs> you do. I got the look. So you, uh, you look it without the beard. <laughs> we're pulling this guy out of line. <laughs> okay. So one more time, we need to go over contact information before we leave you guys to another month of longing for the next episode of Airsoft Medicine. And you can dictate the next episode, possibly. You have seen it firsthand. Demonstrated. Demonstrated this month that correspondence that we get determines the direction of the show. So, Mark at airsoftmedicine.com and Larry at airsoftmedicine.com. Like us on Facebook. Check us out on YouTube. YouTube is Airsoft Medicine. And, uh, oh, there's also a Twitter, too, for those who do Twitter. I'm surprised at how many people do the Twitter because we heard everything put anything out. Maybe that's why they like us because we don't fill up their yeah, stream. We don't overshare. Yeah, it's just Airsoft Medicine. So, until next time, this is Range Master Larry and Dr. Airsoft telling all of you to play safely. Spartan Imports Incorporated is one of North America's largest distributors of premium quality airsoft products for military training and recreational purposes. Our major product lines have full warranties, and we offer comprehensive in-house, dealer, and consumer technical support. Among the many brands and items we carry, Spartan Imports is the exclusive distributor of Magpul licensed PTS, airsoft products, Classic Army and Javelin brands of airsoft guns, and Amp Tactical and Mag brands of high-quality airsoft and recreational shooting optics and accessories. Silence the voices.